Uh, Steve is on the line right now, actually. Oh, good. Well, let's go. Early. Let's go right now. I love. I love an early guest. Uh, Steve, how are you, buddy? What's happening, Mike? How are you, baby? Oh, it is. It's so good to talk. We will always talk to Steve Strip on this show because he liked us when nobody else did. Dom Irera called him years ago and said, "I need you to go on this show for me," and he did. And we will always be friends ever ever <laughs> since then. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I I talked to Dom last night. Dom called me last night. He's doing okay. Uh, we spoke for quite a while. It's a coincidence. I forgot to tell him I was doing your, your show this morning. Let me ask you a weird question. Now, Dom and I, Dom's also a longtime friend of the show, but Dom and I, I wouldn't say are, like, we're not casual friends. We're not calling each other at the holidays and all that stuff. But, like, uh, last week he called me three times in the middle of the night, and one of them was a FaceTime. And I have no, he's never called me before. So I just assumed either either tragedy was hitting or he was drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's drinking much. I think, uh, I think Dom is, uh, he, he, he uh, wasn't feeling well, and I think he's feeling better now, and he's doing all right. He sounded good last night. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's stuck in the house for eight months, and he's making the rounds, you know, <laughs> checking in on people. Who knows? That, that might be it. I don't uh, think I, he was drunk. I thought yeah. they, he told me he wasn't been drinking much, so. Okay. You know, and it's not the worst than sitting around the house for eight months drinking. For me, I mean, I'm a guy that likes to go out, and obviously I can't now. So uh, I hardly drink at all myself. Now, how have you been? You haven't, you haven't <laughs> had the COVID? You haven't gotten sick? No. What, what, the, what, are, you, what are you giving me, the Malik? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had it. I had I it. I sick, I would tell you. What? <laughs> I, I had it, uh, and I got, and I got, I got rid of it. Hey, fat, Hey, fat boy, you didn't get sick yet? What's the matter with you? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. That's the other thing. Fat guys don't uh, want to get No, it. no, I haven't gotten sick. I'm trying to, trying to be careful, and I don't, uh, I only do what I have to do. You know, I go to work, you know, we're filming Blue Bloods, I go to work, I come home, I do the podcast, I come home, I, I don't do anything I don't need to do. So, uh, it's not enjoyable to me to go out to dinner and wear a mask, and you can't shake somebody's hand, and you can't walk around in the restaurant, I mean, to sit in the corner like that, it's, it doesn't do it for me, so yeah. uh, I'm trying to be as careful as I can. It is a pretty uh, miserable existence. Now, I was just explaining before we got you on the air that my father, I mean, I like Blue Bloods, Blue Bloods is a great show, but my father is a former uh, corrections officer from New York, and it, it, there's a channel that just seems like it shows Blue Bloods 24 hours a day, and my dad always has it on, like they never get sick of the show, the whole family watches the show. And uh, and it really is uh, the closest thing to a realistic cop drama that we've seen in a long time. Well, the show is, uh, I joined the show in season six. So we're, we're starting season 11 Friday night. Uh, so I've been around for a while. 2015, I joined the show. Wow. Uh, the writing is great. The actors are great. Uh, you know, you shoot on the streets of New York. A lot of cops have come up to me uh, over the years how realistic it is. We got a great technical advisor who was a detective for 25 years to make it as realistic as it can be. Uh, a lot of uh, older people, I mean, there's all kinds of people watching. I mean, you're getting 12 million people on a Friday night. 
but a lot of people love this show, man. It's amazing to me. Uh, whereas I would walk around and, of course, Bobby, 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 and that still happens, but now it's Anthony, 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 you know, calling me by that name. Uh, the people like the show. It's a great show. You know, I never watched it, to be honest. When they asked me to be on it, I was coming off for one or two episodes. I watched it. I had never seen it just because I'm not usually home on Friday nights. And uh, uh, I watched it, and now I'm doing my 80-something show. So uh, uh, the cast is great. You know, Selleck and Donnie Wahlberg and, and Bridget Moynihan and Will Estes. It's a great, a great group, man. So, yeah. And we're shooting now. We're finishing up our sixth episode, so so far so good. And when you get, we're going to be doing 16. You ever get close to Tom Selleck and he's like, Jesus, he really is that good looking. Tom Selleck is like 6'4", man. He's a beast. Yeah. He's sixty. Uh, he's 75 years old. Shut up. He, was a, you know, he, played, ba he played basketball at USC. Uh, was a great baseball player. He's an athlete, you know. And, I, uh, I didn't know he was 75. He, look, he looks great. Yeah, he's 75 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Right, wow. you know, it's, it's funny, you know, you see a guy, he's an iconic TV character. I mean, he's done a bunch of movies, of course, but iconic, legendary, go down in history TV guy. And then when you're working with him, it's kind of, I can't believe I'm, uh, you know, I can't believe I'm across from Tom Selleck, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know? That's, that's got to be pretty surreal. You're like, it's Magnum, waiting for the Ferrari to pull up. And then yeah, I remember when I, when I worked with Peter Falk, you know, and I was in a little car with Peter Falk, uh, Columbo. And I'm going, I'm thinking as I'm saying my lines, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Peter Falk here. I'm in the little Peugeot with Colombo. I can barely fit in it. <laughs> this is Steve Sharippa. You know Steve is uh, Bobby Bacala and, of course, uh, on Blue Bloods. Now the season of Blue Bloods, Friday, December 4th at 10 o'clock, the new season will uh, will debut on CBS. And now how's he, uh, the, are you happy with the end uh, Sopranos movie? I mean, I haven't seen it, but uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. I, you know, uh, David Chase writing it, Alan Taylor, who directed many Soprano episodes. I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be anything but fantastic. I look forward to it. I don't think it keeps getting pushed. I think it was supposed to come out this past September, then March, and now it looks like, I think, uh, September 2021. So it's going to be a little while before we see it. Uh, it takes place in the late 60s. Uh, Jim's son, Michael, plays young Tony Soprano. I hear he's terrific. So, you know, it's called The Many Saints in Newark. So I look forward to seeing that at some point. Now you know tell, me, tell me about the uh, podcast. The podcast is a rewatch that me and Michael Imperioli started in, uh, in April. You know, we weren't going to do it. You know, we were, we were planned on doing it, then the pandemic hit. So who the hell cares about a TV show, man? You know, the world's coming to an end. And, you know, uh, it had been announced, so people were getting a hold of us on social media. Long story short, you know, it's a Soprano rewatch. We go over every episode. We have guests on a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, everyone from Aida Totoro to Edie Falco, Lorraine Bracco. We have directors, writers. Uh, Buscemi will be on Monday. We're doing oh, nice. the Pine Barrens episode. We go in order. Uh, sooner or later, we'll have most cast members, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, 
We got sound men, crew guys. We've got uh, some of the writers, like I say, the uh, you know people, everyone who made this show great. That's who we have on the show, and it's just like having lunch with me and Michael. It's very loose. We talk about all kinds of crap, you know. It's uh, obviously we're not restricted by anything, and uh, you know we sit down and we talk. It's like having lunch with Michael every week. I mean, it's it, we've gotten over ten million downloads, man. You know, it's it's become very popular all over the world. Is Soprano fanatics? They know more than us about the show, you know. One of the things, Steve, is that uh, that that the COVID did when it brought us all home and making it. We all, a lot of us, rewatch stuff, and I started rewatching the Sopranos. Galvin rewatched the Sopranos, and we all loved it the first time. And you watch it again, and you, you know, and again and again, you have more and more appreciation for the nuances and the things you didn't notice maybe the first time. So to be able to, like, I wish that I could pick up the phone and call somebody and say, hey, when this scene happened, what was going on here? So to be able to see you guys do that through an episode and talk about it from being there, I, I think is really special. I think that should be, a lot of people wish they could do that with a lot of TV shows and to have two big stars from the show. And now the Pine Barrens episode is easily one of the most memorable episodes on that show, the fact that people know the name of that, and and, and it's d- between Paulie and and Christopher stuck out in the snow, and you with the hunting suit on. I mean, that was one of the funniest, best episodes ever. And to hear you guys talk about it must be awesome. Yeah, well, tune in on Monday because yeah. you're going to get Steve Buscemi who directed it. And listen, we have a lot of questions for a lot. Like Steve, he answered a lot of questions for us. But we talk about backs, uh, you know, uh, you know, give you a little peek behind the curtain. I remember the night before we shot out there, a couple things happened. One, Paulie Walnuts, Tony Sirico, who were kind of one and the same person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't like the pillows. He didn't like the pillows in the hotel room. And we were up at this hotel next to West Point, and he sent a production assistant back to Brooklyn to his apartment two hours or whatever it took to go get his pillows. Uh, that's such a celebrity <laughs> dick move. pillows he liked. Uh. And, and so uh, I remember we went out, uh, all of us went out the night before. We got drunk. I mean, Steve Buscemi was singing I Want to Be Sedated in a little bar i mean it was nine degrees out it was freezing so we talk about all the background stuff that people couldn't possibly know which is part of the reason we're doing the podcast is uh you know there's a lot of soprano podcasts from people that had nothing to do with the show and that is part of the reason we decided to do it so we're going to tell you michael wrote five episodes he was there from day one i came on in season two so the two of us give you the real deal with stories attached true stories background and and that's what you listen to so if you're a fan you know uh you know we can answer most questions for you well, good. I, I'm going to check it out because that Pine Barrens is one of the best things. All right, so let me remind everybody, the new season of Blue Bloods uh, is on Friday uh, night at 10 o'clock on CBS. Make sure you check that out if you're a Blue Bloods fan. If you're not and you haven't seen it, go watch the show. You could start from the beginning. You could just pick up now. It is a very realistic New York uh, cop drama. I, I enjoy the show a lot. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to being able to, to for you to get out of the house again and maybe we get to catch up with you. And check out that new Sopranos movie when it comes out. Yeah, thank you, man. You take care of yourself. Always good to talk to you. The great.